Welcome to Real Money Talks. Real strategies from the money makers and the world changers that you can use to make millions, keep those millions, multiply your wealth, and build your team. Here's your host, author of five New York Times bestsellers, money expert on Dr. Phil, CNN, CNBC, The Street TV, Fox News, and The View, Laurel Langmire. And if we go on to the next slide, Don, uh, marketing and sales, and just to qualify for those of you who are really new to this conversation, marketing is about targeting people who have a need that you can address and getting them to respond to you. So it's about getting the lead. It's about getting the, the suspect, we call it, getting somebody who says, hey, I might be interested in learning to uh, um, have a tutoring company or, you know, have actually, you, you know, you'd be getting the, the response from the parents. It's getting the person to raise their hand who says, you know, I'd be interested in moving my parents into your assisted living facility, that's your cash machine, or it's getting your, you know, people to respond to a restaurant ad. Whatever your cash machine is out there, it's getting those hands raised and getting the leads in the door. And then the sales is a way of finalizing the response through a transaction, meaning collect the money. And um, there is so many different tracking mechanisms. In fact, when we do revenue modeling, and I think uh, a lot of you that were on that call, and if you weren't, go review that call, is when you revenue model, you truly can back into, I mean, we re I was going to say you can back into a marketing and sales campaign. I mean, we revenue more from a marketing and sales effort than we revenue model from a budgeting uh, financial plan perspective of a three to five, seven year plan. We're using it as a tool when we revenue model to look at the amount of widgets you need to sell to make your extra 50000 to make your extra 100000 So if you have a $208 day, making the extra 50000 a year, how many of what do you need to sell? And if you have a closing ratio of 10%, right, a conversion ratio uh, to sales, then how many, like say you need to sell 10 a day, that means you need to talk to, uh, you know, well, how many does that be a month? That would be, if you got to do 10 a day, that's 5500 a week you'd have to talk to. You'd have to have that many people in your system. So there's ways to track. And what one of our sayings is if you can't track it, you can't control it, which means you're hoping to make the revenue versus having a very calculated, uh, you know, method to have your, your marketing and sales really work. As we go to the next slide, from product to promotion, the four Ps, you know, what's your unique selling proposition, distinct advantage, from product to price to place to promotion. So, Martha, why don't you give a little bit on this, and then we're going to head to a makeover. Yeah, absolutely. These are the four ingredients that you have to build your marketing on. You've got products, and I would say that my observation is working with a lot of you is you don't have enough products. You've, you've birthed your cash machine on the basis of one product, and you haven't thought through all the other complementary things that you want to have in to offer to people. You want to have products that are low to no risk so that it's easy for people to raise their hand and say, you know what, I, I'll kick the tires and, and see what it's worth, um, see what it's like, see what my experience with them is like. If I don't like it and I bought Laurel's book, and who would not like it after you bought the book, how much did you, did you risk? By buying the book, twenty four ninety five. That's not a very big deal. You need to have low to no risk products. You need to have probably your very first product that you thought about that starts your cash machine. You need to have products that enable you to sell somebody a second, a third, a fourth thing because the most expensive marketing is getting them in the door 
And then once they love you, it becomes much easier to sell them a second, third, fourth thing. And then the last piece, if you think of this as a funnel and in, coming down to a narrower end, you want to create what we call community, a product of community. In Laurel's case, it's alumni. So we all come through the cash machine and blitz. We go to big table. And then we continue to create this community by going into alumni. And you need to be able to think about your products in the same fashion, low to no risk, products that you'll have that will not only get people started working with you, but enable you to sell them other things, and how do you keep them in your system? How do you keep them in your sphere so that they continue to turn to you and you continue to turn to them? Price. Price is, you go play with things. I know that in, in earlier um, conversations that you've had on the reading room, you've talked about going and, and checking out your competition. If you're not sure what to price your product at, go take a look at your competition and, and mimic them. If you're doing something that's substantially better, you can charge a slightly higher price. The more you can communicate the difference of you, the, the, the message is about what makes you unique, the less important price becomes in the whole conversation of marketing. Place are those vehicles. So where am I going to go to tell people that I exist and to create leads. Because as I mentioned to you earlier, the goal of marketing is not awareness. That's where a lot of people go wrong. They think that the goal of marketing is for people to know I exist. That's a very nice first step, but you have not finished the job until you have leads. Leads are going to come to you from Internet sites, maybe going to trade shows. Uh, gladhead and getting out from behind your desk and going and meet people. Join clubs. Leads are going to come to you from a variety of places, and you need to understand where your target customer hangs out and what they like because the place will then start to reveal itself. As I gave you the example with me in newspapers, my 25-year-old niece who has never had newspaper print on her fingers. Promotion. Where are you going to go to promote your product? And I actually got my, my P's mixed up. So promotion is the one that we just talked about. Places. Where are you going to go to sell your product? Are you going to do it hand-to-hand? -hand? Is it over the Internet? Because the Internet is really just another sales channel. It's not a different business. It's another sales channel. It's another place to go sell what it is you have to offer. You're going to do it through affiliates, through creating joint ventures with other people. You're going to do it through your own direct sales organization or hire one out. How are you going to – what's the place? In retail stores? Is it all wholesale and mail order? You need to make a decision on where people are going to go to get the things that you have to offer. And it's those four ingredients that enable you to put your marketing plan together and to go out to the market. And you have to have all four of them. You have to have products. Products have to have a price. You have to promote it in some way, shape, or form. Otherwise, nobody ever knows you exist. And you've got to find a place, the best place in which to offer your products. So those are the ingredients that you need to take a look at. And as you do that, what gives you a distinct advantage over everybody else in the marketplace? What makes you different from everybody else in the marketplace? Because it's your difference that we go out to buy. If you're the same as everybody else, then we're going to buy on the basis of price. If you're different, and if that difference is compellingly different, then price becomes a whole lot less important in this conversation and what you have to offer and your message becomes a lot higher and much more important to offer in the conversation. So for me, my best advice to you is 
think small as you think about that unique selling proposition, that distinct advantage. You want to own a niche because, believe it or not, the more niched you become, the bigger your opportunity becomes. And I know that's the opposite of the way we think. We all want to have a mass market product. We all want to have a product and a company that sells to everybody. But you do not have a marketing budget that enables you to sell to anybody. You don't have the ability to go out and buy a mailing list to purchase a mailing list with everybody's name on it. You don't want to fall into the trap of thinking you have a mass market product. You want to be able to have a niche, own the niche, do something very distinctive, because that's what enables you to be one of the 50 messages that's remembered and one of the four people who's acted upon. That makes sense? Absolutely. And, you know, um, I can't, I just, I look at this and I hear you talk, Martha, and I'm thinking model company, model company, model company, because so many people are just going to try to figure it out all by themselves, and somebody has done what you want to do. And there's these, especially around your pricing, um, the way you do the promotion on your pricing, um, I just, you know, find your model company. You've got to work. So we're... Well, it does, your model company doesn't have to come out of your industry. I encourage people no. to go look for a model company, someone who's plowed the same road, someone who's had the same sort of idea. It doesn't have to come out of your industry. It could come out of another one. Right. But, but they've wanted to tackle something similar to what you want to tackle. Absolutely. So as you go through, I'm going to kind of link back to the book because then we're going to get into our uh, makeover. You know, we have some case studies. We have um, lists of, you know, as we had mentioned, the different ways that you can market joint venture, marketing 101, which we got into our four Ps. This is a very large chapter, and it really kind of go through some samples, and we're going to get to sales right after our makeover. So let's invite Sean and Heidi to our call, and you are one of three that have uh, won our makeover time. So uh, welcome to the call, Sean and Heidi. Thank you. We first just want to say we're so grateful and happy to be here with you guys. Where are you all from? Laguna Niguel, California. Oh, so you live in the cheap area of the country. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so uh, just to give everyone a little background on Sean and uh, Heidi Marshall, and again, there's a forum area linked to each other, connect, uh, find people who are going to the cash machine workshop, meet in D.C., get connected. So you two are 29 each. You have a daughter. Um, Sean, you were just laid off from a job? Yes, actually about a, about a year ago. Oh, fabulous. Congratulations. So, con yeah, congratulations. You're out of money, though, and you're in debt. So you uh, aim, and then, so Heidi, what do you do to make money? I just stay home with Abby. <laughs> okay. And you're fans of The Secret. I'm sorry, how do you say that again? Oh, I just said I'm a full-time mom, but I i mean, she has naps, so I'm willing to help any way I can. Okay. All right, so on the makeover slide, um, Sean, you have fabulous skills. What did you do before you got laid off? Um. Well, that actually, Laurel, that was kind of my problem in, in the first couple of weeks of really trying to identify my skill set because in all of my jobs, I've done pretty much corporate America for the last, I guess, 10 years, and in none of my jobs was I able to use what I really think my skills are of, of speaking and writing and just 
uh, training and teaching people. So, what do you teach them? What would be your expertise? What What would the conversation be? In teaching. Yeah. Or, if you were going to teach, train, write, speak, do something, what would you do? What would you oh, speak about? Train with, about? I, everything with life skills. I'm a. I go to a Toastmasters club here locally, and it seems every single speech I do has to do with overcoming obstacles or um, some kind of uh, life skills kind of speech, and I always win. I, the people just love it. They eat it up. <laughs> All right. So you are so simple. And Heidi, like you two couldn't be a better little pair. Look, at she has bookkeeping, budgeting, directing, and managing. So she could be your, like, home base operation, and you just need to trust yourself and hit the – you are so simple. This is almost too simple of a makeover, isn't it, Martha? We did. Oh, we I, was, I made notes and was like, wow, this is juicy. I like this. We thought we yeah. were you, Laurel, because we thought, you know, we're a young couple and, you know, no money. Let's see if she can do this. <laughs> oh, this is simple. So here's the deal is there's a lot of you in the world, right? Um, I mean, I've just built a multimillion-dollar business, and I've done it before, and I've done it. This is actually um, my fourth Live Out Loud. It's interesting. I actually hadn't calculated it like that. But I've done it many times, and I've helped a lot of people do exactly what you're doing. The thing that I find, because I know I went through it myself, like five years before I launched Live Out Loud, I did this, but I did it under the Kiyosaki brand, right? I spoke the whole Rich Dad Poor Dad thing. I launched the game. I was a master distributor. So what I find with a lot of folks, especially um, young that have this skill set, is you've got to find your message. Like what is the thing you're going to do? So many people that go out, like you said, life skills, too generic. Um, I don't know how many people, and Marcel, breathe so you can jump in a little bit too. Um, but, you know, I don't know how many life coaches we have. I don't know how many life coaches have come to the cash machine workshops or come to the big table, and it's too generic. So what's the specialty? Like there's a lot of people who teach personal finance, but how how is Live Out Loud so different that people, when they come, they never leave, right? Um, and I had a, a client recently say, well, you don't have like a group, you don't have a community, you don't have a cult, you have like a religion. I mean, it's like a way that people be in the world. I thought it was kind of funny, but I don't see it that way. Um, Laurel, you show very, us how. You don't right. That's, you show us how. And see, that's the piece I picked is when I was doing all this other work for other folks, I said, what's different about what I will do and commit to and never unwaver? Like, I am always the how-to. If you read my books, I tell you how. I don't just tease you about a big lifestyle. I don't tease you about all this stuff. I show you how to do it. And I show you very clearly the wealth cycles, right? So you really kind of have to find your niche thing. Life skills, life coaching, too broad, way too broad. You've got to find the thing. What are you going to teach people? Like, you kind of said overcoming obstacles. How do you do that? Don't just talk about it. You've got to show us how. So, again, that would be my frame of it. So I think you've got to really narrow a message. And, honestly, here's what I would do. I would find, um, and there's tons of small PR firms that, you know, for a little bit of money or even a revenue share, right, so you don't have to spend a lot of money, will help you just get out on stages. Like you are in, you are in an area where you conveniently could drive, and any of you listening need to do the same thing no matter what your company is, Speaking is the fastest, easiest way to get your word out, get leads, and start doing stuff. So once you pick your niche, Sean, mm-hmm. I I would get out and I'd go speak everywhere. I'd get a little press kit, get a little picture of you, a little bio of you. Martha can help you do that with Market Out Loud. Um, and you guys got to get out and start speaking, and then you're gonna you'll learn your message, you'll tweak your message, and then invite a whole bunch of people to free teleseminars. I mean, we have 42 to 4,800 people per week that have joined on this line. I mean, that have signed up to come. Now, whether they come 
they're interested in getting the follow-ups and all of that. So when I first started, I was I was a happy day when I had 20 people show up for me. I was like, woohoo! I have 20 people. Um, you know, in years and years, and you know, doing it right, you you figure it out. But first thing, you have to get a compelling thing you're going to do, and it can't be. Um, you know, a one-time thing. It's got to be something that's going to be sustainable because the model, if you've seen a lot of us that do this in education, is you speak about it, you tell a seminar about it. After you do that really well, then you make your first tapes and CDs. Then you can start selling things from the stage and starting some coaching where you really start coaching people through some stuff. Um, the Coaches Training Institute is a great coaches training school if you really want to learn formal coaching skills. Um, that's where I learned all mine was, um, got certified through there. But I think, I mean, the model's here. The model's out in the world. Um, lots of people make a lot of money doing it. Um, but those who stay in business the longest are because they are the real deal. You'll see a lot of people come and go. You've got to, you know, really, and plus you have a great overcoming story. And then, Heidi, you are the one that does the bookkeeping and keeps track of, you could do a scheduling. And, um you know, so together, I mean, you could easily do this business easily. So if you then, so you go up to the top of this, you know, 110, you know, 120 of that's 10,000 a month. Um, just so you know, public speaking and motivational seminars, the, you won't get paid to speak. The industry doesn't work like that anymore. Um, in fact, you know, where I think you could get started very easily is go down to the learning annex and apply to do three-hour workshops on a, you know, on a weeknight or a Saturday and speak at community groups, go to community centers. I mean, wherever you can find 10, 15, 20 people at a time to listen to you, take their names, follow up with them, stay in touch with them. Um, as you start changing people's lives and getting some referrals, you, you're home free. But you really got to, I mean, do the work. Uh, Martha, what would you add? I mean, it's pretty clear, I think, where he's got to go. Yeah, I'm very, I'm very much with you, Laurel. I think I'm glad you pointed out that he's not going to get paid for speaking because I think that's a very big mistake that a lot of people make. So, when you find your topic, Sean, and that's critical, you want to have a topic that is special. You're going to start to produce materials around that, and you're going to make your money by selling those materials at the back of the room on your website through the people that you're going to be going to 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 get on their stages. That's where you're going to be able to make your money, and you know, one of the things that you might even think about from a topic is overcoming obstacles. It's one of the obstacles that you're overcoming now is going from debt to revenue. How I went from debt to $120,000 a year. Now, you have, you're in the process of doing that, but nonetheless, that's something that uh, you can speak to very personally, and it has to do with your overcoming obstacles um, heart of who you are. Mm-hmm. When the- and- Go ahead, Sean. Ask. One of the things that has always intrigued me is pe- people have always come to me for relationship advice. I've been one of those guys that, that people talk to and share, and so many of my friends have called me their shrink. And then it was about a year ago that I discovered the whole coaching concept, and about six months ago I became a certified coach through Guiding Mindful Change here in San Diego, California. Okay. And you know, just that process for me has been so amazing. And then... We've coupled that. We came up with our business plan, um, and we coupled that with what we call the Health and Body Renewal Coaching Program. And it's helping people. I mean, there's there's been a big trend for people to want to lose weight for years and years and years. But to combine it with coaching and then combine it with the low glycemic foods that we have, um, 
it's just something that we feel that as we've looked at their competition, there's no concrete step-by-step -step program out there that's like this. And so not only is so that... So I, I, I like where you're going, and you have to know the, to the public world, right, go back to how many ma uh, marketing messages we hear a day, I would think you're going to have to niche it, like really what makes you different. Because I'll tell you, and then, and then you really have to go through, like if you watch what I've done with Live Out Loud, um, if, if, if you can get to the how, like what is it that you truly do? I mean, you have to make it almost a science. Like well cycles, you know, by reading The Millionaire Maker, it's a sequence. You've got to do the right thing at the right time. It, it's the building blocks that make it work, and then the how-tos are within that. And there's, I mean, there's a lot of strategy to how we do what we do, and we really know how to help people make it. So there's one way that people get it done. I think this is honestly why people have short careers is they know how to get it done for themselves. Like they can overcome their own obstacles, but they really can't transfer the knowledge to someone else. And that's the, I know that is a, a huge God-given gift of mine is being able to transfer knowledge. And if you look at all my team members, you know, Martha knows how to transfer knowledge. We know how to help someone else make it happen. Just to speak about it can motivate somebody. So even like I change your language, I don't want somebody to motivate me. That's like a, you know, I always say that's like a cold, you know, cold bath, right? You get in the warm bath for five minutes, you get out, it's like the bubbles are gone the next day. I think there's too many people who do motivational seminars, so you get all excited, right? And during that time, it's like you're, you're in the warm bath. The next day you get up and there's no more bubbles, the water's cold. That was exciting. You have no idea what to do differently because you need them to do it for you. You need, I believe, the people, if you really look at the sustainable models that are out there, is because they create true, um, and I hate to even use this word self-sufficiency, but they truly teach people how. They just don't get people excited because then people just are hungry for more. So I would really work on the science of it. Like what is it that you do? What do you do week one, week two, week three, week four, week five? You could do small groups. You could do, um, if you're heading down the health track, I'll tell you another one that um, I helped one of my um, old co uh, college friends and then sports friends. Um, she went to Stanford and uh, said, I want to borrow your facilities. I'll pay you rent in the morning, but I want to do a boot camp. And she now, I mean, just growing small business in the Silicon Valley. She makes millions of dollars getting executives up in the morning to meet on the Stanford field, and she put them through an hour-and-a-half boot camp early in the morning. And she does a nutrition coaching program from that. She does all sorts of stuff. So similar um, model, but she bases it around her boot camps is what made her unique. She said, I'm going to get you up, I'm going to kick you in the butt in the morning. And then I'm going to, you know, through that... Pardon? Her target customer is unique too, Laurel. She's going after really high-end CEOs who really need someone to kick their butts to get this done. And she does have a, I mean, really big kick in her the way she goes. It's like, doctor, I always say, you know, that I'm in finance, I'm Dr. Phil on steroids. Well, she's Dr. Phil on steroids in that field, I tell you. She puts them through the move. She puts them through the, the rank. So, again, my point is you got to get something that's really, really specific to you. You can't, I mean, one of you got to get on that plane you got to come to the cash machine workshop and oh, yeah. you could get clients there remember this can be online you don't have to do this you know face to face even though that's a model i would have both models i have an online model and an offline model you can get on dvd you can show people how to do stuff you can be in conversation you have a webcam so even at the cash machine workshop during our marketplace you know you could pay for it by getting i don't know how we're going to price this whole thing yet but um that would be my homework for you to leave you on the makeover is to go find five or six model companies, look at how they price, do not price one by one, price in packages, have people buy three months, six months at a time. Believe me, 
like health, like wealth, and I think you probably know I have an exercise physiology background, very similar. Around week three or four, people are like, I don't know if I want to. So if you set up your model, this is for all of you. I mean, it's not just that tutoring's that way. I mean, there's a lot of service businesses that if you sell one by one by one, number one, you're always in the sales process. It's exhausting. Um, versus selling a package, knowing that psychologically people want to quit. A lot of things they don't want to do, even though they say they want them. There's a part during the time they're like, I don't really want to be a millionaire. It's too much work. That's why when people come to the big table, they pay for it up front because I know they're going to go through that. I don't know if I want to. Well, I don't care. You said you wanted to at one point, and I'm just still going to hold that you do. And I, like, hold them bigger than they see themselves, and that's, you know, some of our stuff. But it's very transferable to what you're doing. So come to Cash Machine. Come play. You'll make all your money back. I, I'll be shocked if you can't get 10 or 15 clients in the room. And part of that, too, Sean, my challenge is that, that it puts it on the line for you to figure this out in the next, you know, few weeks. Huh. So you come ready to stand eye to eye and just ask for the sale in front of a bunch of people. And uh, we'll help surround you and make sure that, you know, if it's not working, you know, Martha will be out there. I mean, our job when you're in that marketplace is to make sure that you're selling and getting some cash. We have just one quick last question is, what kind of materials should we, like, in, you know, buy, brochures, business cards, all that kind of, to try no. out? Or what should we I do? would say, I don't know where you are, but I, especially because you guys don't have hardly any money and you've already been living without cash for a while and you got a little one, I would get a business card, a larger kind of unique size one, so on the back you could, you know, do a little more marketing, but I don't know that I'd spend a ton of material. I'd probably get a larger size, you know, really uh, card, um, almost like we have a two-by-three, is it two-by-three? Maybe it's a little larger than that. Maybe it's a four-by-six uh, strategy card that says call for a free session, so something like that where it's larger than a business card, but it gives a little bit of information. It gives your website. I would probably get a squeeze page, a couple pages on a website, search engine that. Um, and, uh, you know, we have resources for that as well that um, we can introduce you to that can just get that done fairly cheaply. Uh, but I honestly, your fastest gorilla fast path to cash is get out, speak to some folks, and um, get all their business cards, and then call them back and ask them for the business. But, again, I think you've got to get the model of your business a little more solidified. I wouldn't spend a ton of marketing money right now, would you? I'd, the, I'd spend it in your time. I'd do sweat equity with, you, with your marketing right now. I would get, get your message honed down, get your position in the market honed down, get your methodology honed down, business cards at best. And personally, Laurel, when people come to Cash Machine and they're all slicked up and they've got their glossies and they're all set and ready to go, I don't find it quite as compelling as some of the folks who have, let's say, more rustic materials. Yep. It looks a little less calculated. Right. The guy who made the most money at the last Cash Machine had no cards. Actually, I think he might have had one card, nothing else. And what he did is he captured on video the historic moments of – a family. So he would interview grandma and grandpa and aunt and uncle and mom and dad. And so the family could preserve the memories through a DVD. And he made $11,000 in less than two hours. So, I mean, we're not, we're taught service based stuff sells all the time. It's your fastest path to cash. And right now, you guys need cash. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. All right. Stay tuned. Go back to your strategists. Have a chat with them. Um, we will stay in tune, in touch with you as well. Okay. Thank you so much, thank Laurel. You, Laurel. Thank you. And Martha, thank you. So you're definitely 
definitely headed down the rack pack. I know we're headed to the top of the item. There's questions out there. So um, let's move to sales and rolling the customer. I think these are really key points, and I know it's what we do that's so well. You need to talk with your customer, not to them. Um, and believe me, all of you know what I'm talking about. When someone's talking to you versus with you, it's very annoying and not patronizing. Um, you want to lead, not direct them to make their own decision because if they make a decision that they feel that you've manipulated them in the sales process, they will always come back and there will always be resentment. So the opportunity of you having more later is less. Uh, the relationship is critical, more critical than closing the deal. In, in fact, we say the same thing in presentations. Your relationship is more important in the presentation than the content of a presentation. So um, absolutely be with your customer in a way that they um, know that you're serving them. As you move into the sales process on the next slide, you sell yourself um, first. You sell your prospects, sell their reality. Uh, Marcy, do you want to speak to that a little bit too? Yeah, absolutely. I think one of the things that we need to remember is you sit down in front of someone on the phone or, with, or it's on your website is that people want to buy into you and your credibility. So it's important for them to have a concept of you first. And that doesn't mean you have to sit down and, and share all your credentials, but it means that you have to sit down and be true to who you are and, and present yourself to them in a way that they get to understand who you are and, where, and the spot that you're coming from. When you do that, it then becomes easier to sell them because they have some confidence in you. And selling their reality is, is a, the most interesting concept because in selling, most of us think selling is talking. I was talking to someone the other day, and they said, well, selling is just talking. And I thought, well, you're missing a really big point here, and that selling is listening. You ask questions. Find out where your, client, where your customer, your prospect is coming from. Sell their reality. What do they want to get from this? So if Sean is going to go talk to some folks, he's going to ask them questions. So have you ever had speakers before? What did you like about those speakers? What didn't you like? What are you looking for in your next, next set of speakers coming into this organization? Ask questions and listen to the answers because they will guide you towards what they need to hear, what they need to buy from you or from someone else. Sell their reality. Ask questions and listen. Right. Critical. Um, what makes sales work? You. Um, in fact, I was working with our own sales team this morning, and I just said, you know, you have to be in a state of mind that is absolutely, you know, has enthusiasm, um, service. You can call it customer service, but of service. And uh, know and understand them. You have to know kind of the, the narration, meaning what you're going to talk about, the conversation that you're going to have with them. But it's got to be of service, um, not about so much about, you know, what's in it for you, it's what's in it for them. And then matching them in a way that moves them towards the decision. Last slide up before we give you the phrase of the day. Marketing and sales relationship is very critical. In fact, they feed each other back and forth. Um, the relationship you want to keep complementary and sequential, which means you want to market, bring them in, have them have a few experiences of you, um, follow our model. We do it all the time from giving things away to offering free teleseminars, free webinars, um, you know, being in the relationship and really making sure the relationship's right on both sides. And the sales must be backed by the marketing promises. 
So whatever that you've promised on the front, you need to make sure that the sales and then the program delivers that. Marketing should not overpromise what cannot be delivered. Uh, the benefits must be honest. Offering must be available at advertised price and place. Anything else, Martha? Because we're going to be coming, you know, to the end of our call. I'm going to have you stay on the line for some questions. But anything you want to kind of wrap up? There's so much. I know we give a high-level overview next week. I promise in Chapter 8 we're going to get very quickly through operations and finance because I want to come back to some more what I call guerrilla tactics around um, helping you really create more money in marketing and sales. There's two things I think, Laurel, I would use to kind of take today's call and bring it to, to two points. One is marketing's not complicated. Think of it this way. Marketing is nothing more or less than a great conversation. You're, having, you're saying the right things to the right people. It's a great conversation. And if you enjoy that conversation, the people you're talking to will enjoy you. And I think the second thing is, and you talk about this all the time, Laurel, and I've, I make a note almost every time we're together about it, and that is for everybody on the call, your, your, your mind is going to change about what your cash machine is if you do one thing. Sean's not in the business of speaking or coaching. Sean's in the business of marketing speaking opportunities, marketing coaching. You're in the business of marketing real estate or marketing mortgages. You're not in the business of real estate and mortgages. And you put that one little word in the front of your cash machine and your a whole opinion of your business is going to change and you're going to understand what you're really doing with this cash machine. You're marketing what you're doing. Laurel is... Um, Laurel's a market. Live Out Loud's a marketing company. Mm-hmm. They're marketing way. I always say, Laurel, you've rearranged my financial furniture. <laughs> I still get up in the middle of the night and stumble over the sofa because it's in a new place. But you're a marketing machine. You're a marketing business. But what you're marketing is financial service, the ability to help us become millionaires the way millionaires do it. And that's the, 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 my final point, I think, for everybody on the call. That's marketing's a great conversation, and your business, your cash machine, is marketing your cash machine. So let's go to the secret phrase, which is, hmm, I'm changing it because it just doesn't feel like it's the right one for today. Sales savvy is your word for the day because that's what I want you all to have. Sales savvy. And um, you have to go out and ask for the sale. And my challenge to you is that you call 40 to 50 people a day or go meet 40 to 50 people a day, follow up with them, and ask them for your business, which means, Sean and I, you need to decide on what you're doing shortly. You can always change your mind. But for today, what is it that you're going to do to commit? Because, Sean, I think you have enough skill. you just got to trust yourself to go get some customers to coach, and you will be in cash in 10 days, I would bet. You really go for it and ask people. Go to the gym, put up some, you know, in that situation, get some you know, fast flyers, and go. Go, go, go. As we head to the last slide, Cash Machine Workshop, you've been hearing us talk about it. We're going to keep talking about it, talking about it, because it's coming upon us. I can't wait. We're going to the East Coast Cash Machine Workshop. You get a $200 discount um, gift from us to come as a part of being in the reading room, discover how to earn money with your skills, 
find your cash machine to meet people, the thing. You can read all that, but I'll tell you what you're going to do is you're going to meet more people committed to the same conversation that are committed to having lives as wealth builders. You're going to buy and sell each other's wares in the marketplace. Literally, it costs over $100 to get a new lead where you're going to meet upward of 300 people in this room. I mean, the cost to acquire the names and the kind of people in this room would cost you over, oh, I don't know, what do you think, 100000 bucks, Martha? Easy. Easy, easy, easy. Easy. If you went out and tried to do it yourself. So a seventeen ninety five price tag is nothing for what you're going to get in coming. And by the way, all of you, and we don't talk about a lot in this area as part of the larger wealth building conversation, but for those of you who really move your cash machines to the corporate level, which is an LLC, a limited partnership, S-Corp, C-Corp, the tax benefits that you are afforded, 66,000 pages of tax benefits will save you fifteen, twenty, thirty plus thousand dollars a year. Put it back in your pocket. So don't wait on this part of your life. Call your strategist. Um, your strategist puts you on the call and if not, email strategy at liveoutloud.com. Strategy at liveoutloud.com. Tell me you're in the reading room. We'll get you to your strategist right away. Or call in and Don, which phone number do we want folks to use to call back into the office today? Uh the best number, Laurel, is going to be uh, 877-7-GET-LOL, 877-7-GET-LOL. That's G-E-T-L-O-L. And also, for those folks who are outside the country, just dial direct 415-475-4900. And, yes, there will be people from outside the country at this next cash machine. There always is. All right. Um, I know we've uh, gone way over, so um, I'm going to save questions. We'll start with a lot of questions in the beginning next week, Don. And um, can you put up a poll real quick, and let's just see how much money. Um, can you tell me if you can do it or not? Um, but is there a poll question that we can ask on how much money people uh, yeah. have made, or do we want to email them, or how do you okay. want to do that? I've got three quick poll questions here, and uh, it's up now. Uh, the first question is, how much money are you generating per week with your new or improved cash machine since we have started these uh, these uh, these classes? So there is the first question, and the answers are coming in, but really quite slowly. We're only about 7% people, so please uh, go up onto the webinar and uh, put your answer in. We're at about 10%. Please open up the polling there. You should be able to just enter in whichever category applies to you. We have 0 to $100 a week. We have 101 to 500 a week. We have 500 and a dollar to 1,000, 1,000 and a dollar to 2,000, and over 2,000. I know when we did that uh, last time, we did have someone over 2,000. I know, it's brilliant. I know. Well, we've only got about 12% um, voted, but we have run over a little bit, and some folks may be scooting out. So I'm going to go ahead and close this poll now and quickly go to a couple of more questions. Okay. And showing the results. Most are in the 0 to 100, 60%, 27%, up to 500 we have 6% up to 1,000 and another 6% up to 2,000. Great. And our next question is, how many 
particularly important for the conversation around marketing. How many new leads are you producing per week with your new or improved cash machine since we have started? How many new leads are you producing each week with your new or improved cash machine since we have started? And quickly, quick, quick, quickly vote if you can. All right, we're getting up to about 13%. I'm going to give it another five seconds here, Laurel, and then we'll close this one out. And okay. we are up to uh, 89%, 90% are up to the 20 range, 21 to 50. There's 2%. 4% of the respondees are at 51 to 100 additional leads, and 4% are 101 to 500 new leads. Okay? And um, the third question is, which of the following ideas has had the greatest impact on your new or improved cash machine? Is it the team building? Is it the uh, skill sets determining and how to use your skill sets? Is it uh, the idea generation coming from being in this conversation? Uh, is it the modeling? Uh, or is it the 120-day plan approach to getting into action? Please uh, enter your responses as quickly as you can. This is great to have this tool because it allows us to, obviously, Laurel, sort of shape the direction that's going to be most help helpful for folks as we move into the second half of these calls, right? Absolutely. Well, what I'm hearing is we need more marketing and sales. You guys have got to get out there and make money. Yep. That's exactly right. All right, I'm going to close this again because we have about the same number here. Um, well, although we're getting a little bit more responsive, we're about 16%. And uh, the results for this are 20% uh, voted, 27% uh, identified Laurel, the team building component being the most important, 30% uh, their skill sets with regard to determining their skill sets and their use of skill sets, 16% uh, is specific to idea generation, 21% say modeling, and 13% say the 120-day plan. Mm, okay. Well, Don, I want to thank you again. I apologize for those of you if we've gone over too long, but it was just more content. Sean and Heidi, see you in Washington, D.C. And um, stay in touch. We are heading into week six next week, same time, same channel. Martha, thank you, as always, for being on our call. And uh, if folks want to contact you, Martha, market out loud, how do you want them to call you? Uh, they can uh, drop me an email note at Martha at Market Out Loud, and our website logically is marketoutloud.com. And for those people who are interested in a sweat equity marketing ideas, there's a free report up on the website about how you can market for free. Go get it. Perfect. All right. Well, thank you all, and have a fabulous week. Go make some cash. Bye-bye. Good night. All right. Well, thank you, Laurel Langmeyer and special guests, Martha Hamlin of Market Out Loud, and that's Martha at marketoutloud.com. And uh, what a great call. Thank you also, uh, Sean and Heidi, for joining us today. And to all of you who joined us, once again, you can reach us at 877-7-GET-L-O-L. Uh, -L. And uh, for those of you outside the country, you can call our direct line 
800-242-4900. Again, our website, uh, many, many, many requests for how do I hook up with somebody and share a room at the cash machine workshop and those kinds of questions. How do I get in touch with people who are interested in this aspect of what I'm doing? I would say the best place for you to go in regard to that is to our uh, our reading room uh, site that we have put up for you, and particularly there, the forum uh, component. That's www.liveoutloud.com forward slash reading room. Liveoutloud.com forward slash reading room. That will give you all of the replays from the previous calls. Uh, it will uh, give you access to the forum where you can communicate with other folks who are on this journey with you. And for those of you who are going to be wanting to register for the next events, please do that. Uh, you need to register for each one, each one to get updated information. So if anybody's been having challenges, it's probably because you haven't registered um, and maybe you're using the old information. Every single week, you need to register, please. Also, when you submit the questions, to the degree that you can, I, I do, it's best if Laurel has enough specificity so we know what you're talking about um, and not just wide open and vague. But not a story either. Got to kind of stay lean and clean on the questions, and you're all doing a lot great job on that. Have some great questions here that I am going to put in front of Laurel first thing uh, next week. So thank you all for joining us. To those of you uh, around the country and to those of you around the globe, thank you for joining us, and we will see you next Thursday. Good day. Thanks for listening to the Real Money Talks podcast. Your host has been Laurel Langmire, author of five New York Times bestsellers, money expert on Dr. Phil, CNN, CNBC, The Street TV, Fox News, and The View. Want to learn more about off-Wall Street investing, tax strategies, and multi-million dollar business strategies? Visit liveoutloud.com slash podcast for past episodes, show notes, and resources. For some special wealth building gifts only for Laurel's podcast listeners, visit liveoutloud.com slash podcast gifts. Do you have a burning question for Laurel? Visit asklaurel.com to submit your question, and it may just be covered on a podcast episode. So stay tuned and be sure to subscribe to get new episodes every week.